Hi guys, it's Sophia. And Morgan. <laughs> this is something that you guys don't know, which is our names. <laughs> Hi. This is our first podcast ever. For, technically. Well, yeah, technically. I didn't know if we were going to mention our we dumped mention. child. We, we did a test run, that's what we'll call it. We did a test run podcast and we liked having a podcast together, so we're going to continue. Okay. Whether or not we actually show anyone the first podcast. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, it's been deleted, so that's... Oh, wow. I didn't even have a chance. All right. Um, okay, so basically what this podcast is, is a movie podcast where we talk about, I would say, two movies every week, and they're going to have to do with some kind of... Theme that theme, we pick for the yeah. week, um, but with the emphasis on things that are... Nerdy, nerdy and scary or yes fandoms or yes vampires very much like very much Jedis, like yes. wizards Jedis. elves werewolves exactly thank you for listening <laughs> that thank like, you for listening I, all keep of the going occult. i could, jedis included <laughs> i mean i've even got started on like Shadow ghosts hunters, <laughs> specters we could really keep going. <laughs> this is this is actually the whole podcast. Just, it's just uplisting. <laughs> like enforced gut like with all the different ways that you can uh I make. have to confess, <laughs> I haven't seen okay. all of Forrest well, Gump. Apparently that's something that did fall we'll have to Forrest Gump. Well, I've seen the cinematic masterpiece of that is Forrest Gump. I don't understand. I think Does it get better like as it goes on? Oh, this is breaking my heart. Sorry, I'm sorry. Morgan and I have very different opinions about some things and very similar opinions on other things. <laughs> you just summed up any person ever. Yes, but <laughs> I feel like we very much get along in in most of our... Like, when we agree, we agree, like, mostly wholeheartedly. And if we don't, it's more like a divide. Yeah, it's more like a quiet disapproval <laughs> on my side. Because I think there's a lot of movies that Sophia has to Yes, uh, I'm, I'm not watch. as well-versed as Morgan, who is a, a film student that has graduated. And I am just a fledgling. <laughs> That's what I'm going to like call myself for the rest of my life. A film on my student that has graduated. R.A.P. <laughs> like the, Former film student. <laughs> that moniker has no expiration date. It's eternal. Yes, that's very true. Great. So, basically, that's where we're coming from. Morgan being someone who's graduated with a degree in film and me being somebody that's looking to getting my degree. So I work in the be, film industry, yes, too. Yes, she so. also does work in the yes. film industry. Um, so, there's, there's our credentials for you guys, which mine is pretty much zero. But I have many opinions. <laughs> Anyway. Welcome to the internet. It's 2019. Yes, exactly. We have a podcast yes. with opinions. And who doesn't at this point? All right. All we the should, comedians. We should, anyway, introduction, yes. Yeah, we should move on. Except for this one last bit, which is yes. where we're recording the podcast. Oh, Lord. Which is in a garage. <laughs> yes. And I'm currently looking at, I'm going to make a list for you. Oh, gosh. A snakeskin pelted to a wooden slab. Yes, yes. A very large American flag. Yes. Robert De Niro smoking a cigar. Scarface. <laughs> Some CBD gummies. It's a portrait of Scarface, by the way. Beautiful. Yes. And uh, some got, bald eagles. We got a scale. We got a couple whips. <laughs> we have... Some dumbbells. Um, yes, yeah, some lawn darts. So anyways, what I'm yeah. saying is it's going to get weird. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. And patriotic. Yes, yeah, so patriotic. I just love my country. And speaking of loving my country, 
Here's some other things I love. My top five movies. Oh, yeah. Such a good transition. I'm so good at moving right. the podcast along. I'm just going to ramble forever, and Sophia's going to be like the I moderator. I just got to rope it in. I'm the hostess. <laughs> okay. So, what are your top five movies? Just to give you guys a border, like, basics of who we are in terms of movie loving. I feel like my list has a lot of classics and maybe one potential controversial category. But uh, I would say my favorite movies, but more like categories of movies because I, I have a hard I time. I find annoying. Well, I find the question <laughs> of listing your favorite movies annoying. So, this okay. is where we compromise. Um, Lord of the Rings, all three. That's one. I can get on board with that. Um, and then Spielberg. Okay. Namely, Jaws, Goonies, Jurassic Park. Okay. Among E.T. Among other classics. Okay. Um, Midnight in Paris and Vicky Christie and Barcelona, which is was my... Was Tom Hiddleston in that movie? No. I don't oh. think so. But was those Owen are both... Wilson in them? Owen Wilson was in Yeah, Tom Midnight Hiddleston was in that movie. Was he? Yes. I know this because he's was he, sexy and I feel Oh my god, career. was he F. Scott Fitzgerald? Yes, yes he, was. he was. Okay. Anyways, um, Woody Allen. Adam Driver. Yeah. Wait, was Adam Driver? No, he okay. wasn't. I just follow their careers okay, very it. closely. Right. Sorry, you're really tripping me out. But I'm anyways, sorry. Woody Allen directed, I'm not here to comment. controversial. Yeah, yes. I'm not here to comment on Woody Allen at all. I'm just here to say that me he either? has made movies I liked. All I've seen is Ants. Be. So that's my only that's my only <laughs> reference of a Woody Allen movie. That's really depressing. Okay, uh, moving on. The Royal Tenenbaums. I, which I love. We all know I love yes. Wes Anderson. Yes. And then honorable mention to other things I oh love. Oh my god. Which is Supernatural, Harry Potter, Star Wars. Okay, your oh turn. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> that was five. So, my top... I have a top ten list, but I'll narrow it down to my top five. I mean, I went way no over. In particular order. I went way over five. That's true. Um, the Perks of Being a Wallflower, which I really enjoyed as a book and I thought was translated very beautifully into film and has some really good actors in it. Um, I have Harry Potter number three written down here, but if we're just going to go with categories, I'll say all of Harry Potter is my favorite because okay. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. Um, we also have a Wes Anderson movies on our list. Mine is Fantastic Mr. Fox, though, because I really love the story and the animation not the animation the stop motion style i just i love the technique that he uses like it's great and then another Horrible stop motion movie. hate it i, I <laughs> love kidding. that movie just kidding it's brilliant um Coraline, another stop motion animation i really like the adult themes being translated into like a children's kind of like point of view um and then another childhood fave mulan which I just love a badass woman. What can I say? Those are my top five. I didn't go over. <laughs> I didn't go under. All right. Well, you win this Thank segment. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back, on the shoulders. Okay. So here's another thing we're going to be doing. Um, not every week because sometimes there just won't be news for us to talk about, but we're going to talk about... I, I mean, I guess it's not even news. It's just, like, discussion topics based on things that are happening. You this is I mean? called the tea. <laughs> the tea. We have opinions, and we give them to you. <laughs> yes. Um, whether you like it or not, you didn't ask for this section, yes. but we're going to give we're it to you. Them. Anyways. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, so I would say our first piece of tea is 
piece of tea. Piece of tea. <laughs> the hot goss, if and you will. It, I like how piece of tea actually makes no piece of tea? sense as a statement. Maybe but. it does. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> um, so the first... Shot glass of tea. The first shot glass <laughs> of tea is that the director's... The Russo brothers, um, they're the directors of Avengers Endgame, and they have said that they haven't Wait, included... Wait, two of them direct? Yeah. They directed okay, episodes not... of Arrested Development, too. Okay. Like, that's their background, just for your edification. Ed- edification, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> Vocabulary. I was word say, of the day. Edumication. <laughs> I don't know as much about Marvel as Sophia does. I, I like a good superhero movie every now and then, but that's like as far as my This is this is my less this is less it. of talking about the movie, more of talking about yes. their technique to advertise the movie. They've said, um they went on record, I guess, that none of the footage that they've been including in their promotional trailers is going to be used in the actual movies. For Endgame. For Endgame. And so I was wondering, what do you think about using... And they did that for Infinity War as well. Okay. So they kind of... they kind of. Do you think it's false advertising, or do you think it's more of um, a way to no. hide the... the spoilery I content mean, of the film. I don't think you can false advertise a Marvel movie, That's no matter... True. For, for starters, you know exactly what you're getting and usually, you know... It's not a surprise to anyone at this point. There's but just imagine, been so many... Imagine if, like, a normal movie did that. Like, imagine... Well, I don't think, like... I mean, one, even, quote, normal, I mean, we mean, like, what non-franchise movie yeah, did like it. Yeah, like a non-franchise. I'd still be okay with it because... Like, imagine That's if what E.T. I've... did that, and they were like, we're a family movie. That's... Which it is, but, like, just didn't include the alien at all. Well, it's false I don't think that that's what, like... I mean, if you were doing that, then you're just trying to hide the <laughs> fact that there's an alien in the movie, which would just be confusing more than anything. I don't think that they're trying to hide anything about the movie. Um, I think it's absolutely fine. You can advertise or market anything however you want. I think one of the biggest reasons why I don't even like watching trailers is because I feel like I've watched half the movie. Like, yeah. I, and I honestly, a lot of times I avoid trailers if I can, and I like to go into movies blind. So, so if anything, I, I'm pro this approach and I, I don't think it makes sense for every movie, obviously, yeah. but, um, do I feel deceived? No. I mean, that I think that's just silly. I can, I can agree with you to a point. I think that in the, I think the 70s and 80s had, like, a really good way of advertising where they kind of, I've seen, like, commercials for movies, and they didn't really say anything about the story or the characters. They just said, like, I don't know, this is what is happening. And I think that it's, you're right, movies do really advertise the entire movie and let you know the entire plot without you having even seen it. So I think... Yes, it's good to um, not include that information in the movie, but I think you could go about it in a different kind of a way. Like, instead of having commercials, especially with Avengers well, Endgame, you don't really need to advertise it, like, on on TV. Like, people, sure, but they're going to. go see it anyway. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you still have to advertise it. Like, yes, which is understandable. Um, and... Are we talking about, like, all movies doing this or just Avengers? Because I think for just Avengers Endgame, it absolutely makes sense because, I, I, I mean, is there anybody alive that doesn't live under a rock right now that hasn't seen a Marvel movie at this point? Yeah, that's And true. also, my question is, 
this is like for me because I'm yeah. dumb. <laughs> it, there's gonna be more Marvel movies after Endgame, yeah. obviously, right? Like they're yeah. just gonna keep doing like single character spinoffs. They and... have they have a slate listed, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna eventually do more team up movies. But they're gonna hmm. they're gonna keep you in in like separate worlds for for the most part after Endgame. I think the next movie coming out is Spider Man: Far From Home. So it's going to be it. a Spidey movie. And then they have... Spider-Man like, movies, like, yeah. historically don't do well. I mean... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse did really yeah. well. My brother just watched that. He fucking loved it. Which I did, too. Sorry for the swear. <laughs> it was a really um, good can movie. Can we I'm establish not that this podcast does not have to be PG? <laughs> I would die a little inside. I, I think I'm okay with the curse words. Okay, good. I mean, I guess I... I I can understand where where they're coming from. I just think, especially for this movie, giving those kind of key narrative things in the movie and then saying they're not going to be in it is just kind of weird to include in the first place. I would I would have preferred if they did like disjointed things like like from past movies and been like it all culminates to this instead of instead of showing. Sorry, like, Morgan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was touching my phone and Siri started uh, talking to That's me. That's what happens when you're antsy. <laughs> I just think I just think um, um, instead of including so much bulk of narrative in the in the commercials, they could have done it a different way. But I understand where where you're coming from. All right. Anyway, next bit of information: the Cats musical is making a movie. And it's going to include such talents <laughs> as Sir Ian McKellen, Taylor Swift. No. Yes. No. Dame Judy Dench. And what's the the late night host himself, okay. James Corden. I want to love this because I love Sir Ian McKellen, as <laughs> everybody does. But Cat sucks. It sucks okay, so but bad. also, but like Taylor Swift is not a good actor, and I'm not even She's saying not, this. Did you see her in? Oh, 13, no, or the Valentine's movie no, with uh, um, Taylor Lautner. Yes, but there's this one. Oh, there's another? The Gifted or something like that. Okay. Oh, Meryl Streep was in it. No. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not just trying to rag on Taylor Swift. I think that, you know, she no, she's is successful and fine in she's other areas of her life. Um, acting is not something. It's like, you know, when Kim Kardashian tried to, like, record uh, like make a song. She did. Yeah. I need to listen to that. Oh, it's so bad. It's like it's like the most auto tune. <laughs> like like DJ turn it up in the yes, club. Kimberly. Like play my favorite song. But it, it was just like, and then eventually he crashed and was like, I have no idea why I thought it was okay for me to like do that or like pretend like it was like I was good at that. It me was either. like such a disrespect to like all musicians everywhere. Her husband. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, it was a different time. Yes. Yes. But um. Nonetheless, this is like that's very much how. It, it, it's not, if Taylor Swift was a good actor, I'd be like, hey, yeah, Machine express Gun yourself. Kelly was in the dirt, and he was really good. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. I think it's so funny that that came up in a conversation <laughs> about Machine cats. Gun Kelly. <laughs> but uh, either say, way, I just work him into every conversation. Either way. This sounds like a disaster I'm going to see. Or maybe it won't be a disaster. You know, I shouldn't be negative. Let's let's hope it's good. Look, I'm waiting for the Wicked movie, and it's been in development for years and years and years. Well, and it's so disappointing to yeah. hear that the Cats movie is coming out before the That's Wicked Hollywood. movie. It's literally every song, this is 
um, a Tumblr or no, a Twitter thing that I saw and I saved it. Every song in Cats, I'm incomprehensible name, an adjective cat who loves to verb. That's it. Examples, I'm Shimble Shangles, a nimble cat who loves to ride trains. Like that's literally the song. Like, there's a song that's like, we're jellical cats, that jellical cats. Like, that's it. That's all they sing. And I'm like, why is that necessary for the for the stage? Wow. There's a lot of cats hate going on here. They're going to be in a ginormous set. Uh, on behalf of cats. cats fans everywhere, I am offended. Oh I'm not even a cats fan. Oh, my God. Um... This is this is the thing. But I see I don't have a strong opinion on it. Have you seen cats? No. Exactly. I sold my tickets. I've listened exactly. to the entire musical. Though. Okay, I mean that okay, at least that's <laughs> something. To the entire um I was I just, not gonna waste my money after I listened to the musical. <laughs> I sold the right, tickets well, and now I'm going to the Phantom of the Opera, which is a better play by the same. Okay. Playwright. Well, very exciting for you. Anyway. Anyway. I'm only a little bit jealous. The, oh, thank you. I thank you. I'm jealous of myself. <laughs> That's what I say all the time. When something <laughs> cool happens, I'm like, I guess. Yeah, I'm just so jealous of myself. I hear about, so, like, my own life, and I'm like, wow, that's my <laughs> life? Oh, I'm so I'm lucky. so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so there are, there's our tea. Uh, we'd love to know your opinions, Mary, if you're listening. <laughs> The only Our person only, the listening. The only person listening. If your name is not Mary, Mary, please comment on this. Oh my god, please. <laughs> I should post this on YouTube, too. We should Great. get an audience going. Well, ideally. <laughs> ideally. Yes, that's true. All that's right. the goal. All right, let's so, talk about these movies. We watched two kind How long of have we been recording for? 17 minutes. Oh, so we're good. Wow, we're on sketch. We're okay, on sketch. I've been keeping time. The last uh, podcast we went very much deliriously rambled. over for a long time. This is why we had a test run. Um, so we're both of the movies that we're discussing today are occult, and generally in science fiction, they have like clashed. both of them have werewolves in them. That's very true. Yeah. The, so, but. Meh. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, like, a place in the very end. I know. All right. But anyways, the movies are... Dun, Dark dun, 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 dun. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just cut you off. I'm sorry. No, I can't read drum roll. Um, I've lost it. So the movies are Dark Shadows and Teen Wolf. And they are... 1985. Yes. Thank you for thank you for listing the date. Teen, so Teen Wolf was Teen 1985. Wolf, 1985. Dark Shadows Dark was Shadows. not in 1985. It was in 2012, but it's based on I think something from the 70s. I'm like gonna a, use a my movie series. voice. Thank you for using your movie voice. I can't wait to discuss this with you. So, which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do Ooh. Teen Wolf or Dark Shadows? Let's talk about Dark Shadows first. Okay. So I'll take the lead on this one since I selected this movie. That's true. Um, he's one of my favorite directors. He's hit some hard times lately. <laughs> and who is this? Um, Tim Burton, my queen and tragically divorcee of Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, but I love her so much. I literally love her so She's much. the perfect the human The golden being. trio is in this movie, of course. Helena Bonham Carter, Johnny Depp, and Tim Burton have come together to create <laughs> just another masterpiece. They've done such works as Alice in Wonderland and um, 
A lot of what, what else is there? There's like so, so many. many. I was just listing the <laughs> shitty ones, just Great. just to like give people like an idea. This I saw the uh, this what? Tim Burton exhibit at LACMA a while ago. Did you? That was so long ago. How many? I six, seven years it, ago. It was excellent. I, I did. I hear felt about like it. I walked into a Tim Burton movie. I love his. I love his direction. I love the cinematography he, that he uses. Danny Elfman is always a win for me, and he mainly scores his movies, so. What was so interesting about the exhibit was they kind of, like, go through his childhood and... Oh, yeah, they, so they give you, like, a little bit of background? Yeah, and, um, uh, he's from, so, my dad's side of the family, which is from Southern California, mm-hmm. specifically my grandparents and my dad grew up in Burbank, California, and their parents, and... They're like like third generation Burbankians, small town, uh-huh. studio town, like Warner Brothers. I'm not, I, I'm I'm just giving the context for everybody who is not familiar with L.A. But Tim Burton is also from Burbank, and he talks so much about how depressing Burbank was, and like like you know he felt like so trapped and squashed by the suburbs. Yeah. I love Burbank. Yeah, I it was just so funny like going Dear. there and then reading that like. Burbank depressed him so much yeah. he became Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, didn't he like base Frankenweenie like the characters and the setting of Frankenweenie on that? You know that totally. I now that you're saying that that makes sense to me because I've seen Frankenweenie yeah. and the, those Burbank homes and yards and just such a. Yeah, I mean, it is very Burbank. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, Burbank was, like, what, like, a World War II town? Like, it, yes. re- so it kind of, like, very much that older American like kind of... Like, town style of yeah. living. But if you have a house in Burbank, <laughs> you know, like... I like the Burbank house. <laughs> once upon a time, you probably paid, like, $3,000 for a house that's yeah. now worth nearly a million. So oh congrats to yeah, everyone who's to old in Burbank. Congratulations. <laughs> so that's, that's basically where the the creative mind of this film has come from. <laughs> um, so, as I said... It's Depressing based, suburbs. Yes. It's based on an old TV series. It's very much... It's up his alley in terms of, like, whimsy and, like, darkness, um, but, like, and occult, but, like, including themes of, like... He always includes themes of acceptance and family in his movies. I've pretty mm-hmm. much always... Um, I always, like, see that in stuff like... Frank and Weenie or, sure. you know, um, Corpse Bride, whatever. Can we just say how much, like, I love Frank and Weenie because... You love it too? I do. Oh, and people didn't like it. I cried. <laughs> you know, I mean, dog. like, if my dog died and I could bring it, was, it back and to, like, Frank and Weenie, I'd be like, hell yeah. And then, like, Frank and Weenie was, like, so happy. Not yeah. a scary zombie. It like, wasn't, like, Pet Cemetery. No. I, well, I, I haven't watched. seen that. Oh, God. You haven't seen the old one? No. very corny. Very funny. man. Well, we did just watch Teen Wolf, so maybe corny is in the... I mean, they're both pretty corny movies. That's true. Dark Shadows and Teen Wolf. I think it's like... Dark Shadows is done... Is done, like, seriously, but it... it, I feel like Teen Wolf almost makes fun of itself at some point, or at least I have to think that, because... I would hope so, because some of the the decisions that they made are just very interesting, if not. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, and I I feel like almost... Yeah, it it really is. You look so stressed. I, I, I like, have, like, my hand on my forehead looking off into the distance, and, um... 
But Michael J. Fox, it's just so... I, I mean, obviously, you know, he's in Back to the Future, yes. which is his, like, big, like, 80s movie. That's what he's known for when he's that age. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just fun to see Michael J. Fox at that age in a movie that is not Back, <laughs> Back to, to the, the Future. future. Um, Along the same lines of sci-fi, though, or occulty, yeah, you know. True. But, oh, wait, we should talk about Dark Shadows. Um, but anyways, um, I had never seen Dark Shadows really? until so you told me to watch it. So how did you like it? I liked it. Um, I thought it was a fun movie. Yay. There's, like, parts of it that I found, like, very funny. Like, okay. I, I think I mentioned this to you, but uh, when he first comes out of the grave. Yes. And all the construction workers are there. He's like, oh, I'm terribly sorry, <laughs> yeah. but... I've been locked up for years, and yes. you can't imagine how thirsty I am. Yes. And uh, he apologizes to people before he, he drains and sucks all their blood. Exactly. Um, I appreciate that. And, you know, and a, and also... guy. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, you know, all things considered, he's a pretty nice vampire. Yes. I mean, he does also, like, kill lots of innocent people. So yes. It, it, but, That's true. You know, they gloss over that aspect. Yes, I agree. <laughs> in the movie. One of he the- is a vampire after all. Yes. I mean, you gotta you gotta be killing people if you're gonna be a vampire. There's no cutting around the corners. Um, unless, hello, unless it's like Twilight. Oh um, oh my god! If you were an ethical vampire, you would sparkle and oh be god. Robert Pattinson and only drink beers. You know what would be a good concept <laughs> is if that was what you were like. If you only drank from animals' blood, but like you would burn in the sun and be allergic to garlic and stuff. If you only drank humans' blood. That would be very interesting. Well, that's, I mean, I would much rather sparkle. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but, like, you have to, like, deal with your thirst and be like, I need this human blood. It's too much for me. These are the things that we... (laughs) (laughs) Such a good plot that I have in my head. I just want to see Twilight reimagined with Johnny Depp. Oh, my God. Edward. As as Edward? Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like, 21 Jump Street Johnny Depp. I don't know. I don't know about... Not, like, you've seen, like... Or maybe you... You probably haven't, but, like... I would, like, Sleepy Hollow The 80s, like, the... But, like, you you know, 21 Jump Street, like, when it was a TV show, when he was, like, the teenage heartthrob, did you know that 21 Jump Street is based off of... But did you know this? No, I didn't know it. The mo- you know, the movies with Dave Franco. I haven't seen them. But you know the movies. Yes. They are based off of a TV series. A TV series on? where Johnny Depp got his start when he was very young. Well, I think it was in the late eighties. I want to say this TV show was popular, mm-hmm. um, and I watched it religiously in high school. I'm so I'm so when glad I was... that you. Did. <laughs> and. Um, I just want everyone to know Good. that I've seen every episode of, of Toy One Jump Street ever. And I would love to see Me Johnny Depp. And As Edward, everybody everybody As has Edward seen <laughs> Yes. Oh boy. That would be a very interesting choice. I don't know if I would like to see that. But anyways, other thoughts on the movie. Um, Chloe Grace Mortez, is that how Chloe you Chloe Grace Moretz. Moretz. All right, well I tried. I, I was <laughs> I was halfway there and saying her name correctly. She was like a fairly new actress at the time. It was I fun. Believe. Yeah, I, I mean, I've honestly never really even seen that much stuff that she's been in. But I think I have. She's gonna be in the new Adams Family movie. I would believe she's be that. Wednesday. Um, which well, I should be Wednesday. Well, based off of seeing Dark Shadows, <laughs> obviously I think she'd be a great Wednesday because. Did you think she did well? Because I don't. Well, think she no, did that I well. don't think she was a great actress in Dark Shadows. But also, I think a lot of it was just the, the super material she was given. Like yeah, the, the material, frame. like, the super... It, it was just a super 
stylized, directed. Like, I really don't think she... I I have every, like, belief that she was just told to act the way she was... I can see that. You you know, I don't think she's not good. I just think it was just the direction that she was given. Um, but she just had this like pain, dull expression yes, on her face, all the time. like just this little kind of like and the way she spoke, which I, could, I kind of understood when she turned into a werewolf because she's always angry and she's dealing with the angst. But you should have given us hints before, like she turned. I mean, it was almost like I, I love like a, a pain I'm a werewolf facial. Get over it. Yeah, well, it was just a well, when she, I mean, she was just this nothing character yeah. throughout the whole movie, and then at the very end. She just had one good line, which you just kind of paraphrase, but it was the one good moment that she had that whole movie, which is at the very end uh, when the witch and the vampire are fighting in the (laughs) castle. She comes out of nowhere and is like, I'm a werewolf. Let's make a... But she's a teenager, right? So she's like, I'm a werewolf, okay. Let's not make a big deal out of it. But, like, in this, like, very, like, sassy teenager kind of way. no one noticed that she was turning into a werewolf? (laughs) I kind of believe it. I mean, in the the context uh, of that that family. family. I guess you're right. Like, she was, like, 14 and, like, basically alluded to the fact that she was sleeping around, so... That's true. And it was Or 15. No, she was 15. Yeah. Um, so another really just, like, outrageous thing that this film does was the sex scene between the witch and the... It reminded me of... I was like, what the fuck? Why was that necessary? So for context, if you haven't seen this movie, there's a sex scene where uh, Johnny Depp... I, I, I don't even remember his name. Barnabas. Yeah, Barnabas. Um, and um, the witch Julia? was her name. Anyways, there's Angie. a witch. She, she's Angie. like the villain and uh, she's a scorned lover. Yes. Um, and Johnny Depp did not love the witch. Yes. <laughs> so, but he's just so sexually attracted to her. He yeah. just can't even keep but, his oh, hands But she's off. the one who turned him into a vampire yes. out of revenge and killed his lovers. But yes. anyways, he... Just she basically put a curse on the entire family. Yeah. I guess we should say, so the the plot of the film <laughs> is that Johnny Depp's character came to America in, like, the 1800s with his family to start a fishing colony, fishing town, and yeah. his servant was a witch and she fell in love with him, but he spurned her and so she, uh, to get back, get back at him... Killed his parents and then put a curse and on... And his lover. Yes. And put a, a curse on the family. Put a curse on him so that all of his family and, like, anything that he wanted to do, all his ventures would, like, turn out badly. And then she turned him into a vampire and, and then locked he, him in the ground for, yeah. like, over a century. Two, it was, like, 200 years. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's basically coming back to the a modern, quote-unquote, world in the 70s. And he has to basically deal with um, the repercussions of, I guess, yeah, I mean, her I mean, the, the rest of the movie is kind of like they're pitted against each other yes. where he's trying to rebuild her, himself and she's still seeking revenge yeah. slash trying to yeah. make him love her. Yes. And uh, it, there's a sex scene between the two of them where they are like literally like... Rolling like, around. Well, they're on harnesses. Flying. Like, yes, fl- of course. Yeah, so they're, the it's actors so are... It's so silly. <laughs> it's... No, they can actually fly. <laughs> Um, they're, yeah, they're flying around the castle having sex, like, knocking into it's things, wrecking chandeliers, and smashing furniture. Smashing paintings. And, like, fucking on the ceiling. Yes, and it's literally the most... Basically a typical Saturday night for me. 
so outrageous and so outlandish. I just was like, it's like five minutes of I know, the, it of is the movie. also, I think that's what's notable about <laughs> the scene is not that it happens. It's, it's just, just like, like so how outrageous. long yeah. it is. Like it just goes and goes. And it's so, it's also yes. such a loud scene. Like it had to it turn really down. Is. Like the rest of the movie is fine, 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 yeah. fine. And then the scene comes on. I had to lower my TV yeah. volume by like 10 notches because yeah. it was so loud. And I, I just have to say some things I really liked about this movie um, were the set design because during that scene, I noticed that Angie had like pop art kind of of blood of dripping blood on her walls and I thought that that was really interesting and then I thought you know the town looked very 70s very fishing town and I thought they did really well with making um Chloe Grace Moretz's character's room seem like it, it would belong to her things like that I thought they did really well but um I mean it's not like a great I I mean I think in terms of set design I thought it was yeah it was what has well. that strong cinematography points. I did not think was very Tim Burton at all no I, music I mean either I almost like I mean I it makes sense that it is a Tim Burton movie but also I wouldn't watch him be like like, like sometimes you just know right yeah. you watch a Wes Anderson movie yeah, you just and you know, know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times you watch a Tim Burton movie you just know yeah. I wouldn't say this is one of those obvious examples yeah. of a Tim Burton movie except I mean, for in Helena Bonham Carter's character gives it away completely because yeah. of those like bright colors the red and the blue the yeah. orange. And then Johnny Depp's, like, dark character really gives it away. But otherwise, you would not know that it was a Tim Burton movie. Especially because instead of using Danny Elfman's score, which is always beautiful, he used, like, music from the era. And I'm just like, why is this entire movie a music video when you could be using such, like, a good score? Like, I don't... There was a lot of choices in the movie movie that were were interesting yeah um i would say plot wise it's a fine movie it's entertaining i think that it's quirky and there's yeah. parts of it that i thought were kind of funny yeah I like agree. like there's like standout moments but overall i don't think this movie will be remembered as a great or a classic no, me either i think it's pretty forgettable in terms of like movies from this time period like nobody's gonna look back and be like oh like that was a great movie of you know this time no but it was definitely something i'd red box yeah oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. i'm gonna give every movie that we talk about on this podcast my red box stamp of approval okay and this gets the red box stamp of approval well i'll tell you what i rated it um but it does not get the apple tv hd rental approval oh i see so so those are the distinction by the way all right sorry continue um so for me i i really morgan doesn't like imdb scoring but i really like to to have that just to like figure out you know where i'm at yeah i so like i don't really look at it until i've watched the movie but what i would have rated it was uh, a six and it's rated a 6.2, so I think, you know, maybe like a five and a half, like six. I really liked a lot of the th- a lot of things, but then some of the things really detracted for me, like... M- like the score. Like the score, and then having some plot points just thrown in. I really liked that they had um, this kind of... You think that Victoria, Vicky, is going to be the main character, 
and then they kind of like subvert your expectations but they still give her like a background story where she's like talking to herself I guess like her past mm-hmm. self I really enjoyed that and I really that I think my last crazy. note just to Vicky, know yeah I like her Okay, she literally is like, if she you're not going to turn me into a vampire, <laughs> I'm going to fling myself off a cliff because that's emotionally Dude, stable. This, that was my, this is my last note. And I said, I appreciate that he turned her into a vampire without bitching for four movies. <laughs> like, like Edward. <laughs> I oh, really appreciated that. And I Can I we talk about that. vampires at any point without mentioning Twilight? Probably no, not. No, never. It's iconic. <laughs> of course. <laughs> We gotta talk about it. Um, oh, man. So, I think that's a pretty good um, to- reference of, like, whether or not that movie did well in our eyes. I-, I I really did enjoy the movie. I think if you're not gonna be critical about it, it's a good movie to yeah. watch. Yeah. Like I said, red yeah. box stamp of yes. approval, man. And so, yeah. I mean, and I think the same goes for our next movie, Teen Wolf. Um, which... More yeah, I picked Teen Wolf because I think it's significant just in terms of werewolf movies. Um, and whether... I, I don't... I'm not here to say you should watch it because it's a great movie, mind you. I just think that there are certain movies we should watch because of their importance. Classic. Yeah, like it's a cult classic and it's influenced a lot of things that have come after it. And so I think for that reason alone, it's important to watch if you have not seen it. I yeah. highly recommend it. It's very much a movie of its time. Yes. Oh, um, 100%. And I think that's... I, what is it about 80s teen movies? Like, you say, oh, it's an 80s teen movie. Like, you know exactly what, yes. like, what you're in for. There's a big party. <laughs> yeah, there's always, like, a big party. There's a guy trying to get the On hot the girl. team. There's the bad guy. You kind of yes. got, like, you, you know, like, yes. the supporting friend. And then yes. you have the love interest yes. who's... Who's the, the best friend, friend but, but not the yeah, hot girl. I, yes. I mean, it has everything. Yes. And, and It hits all of them. And that's kind of beautiful. Yes. In its yes. own way. And um, and what and there's something about distinctly 80s teen movies that just kind of captures, like, youth. I'm not saying it necessarily captures youth accurately. I, yes. like, <laughs> you know, always. I mean, life is not an 80s teen movie. But it kind of always captures, like, little parts of it and, yeah. and like, little funny things and, and the way the, the quirky actors and that kind of, like, all that angst. Yes. I just, um, I just love it so much. It reminds me of Saved by the Bell. The oh, yeah. Teen Wolf. <laughs> I like, mean, well, but that's what's funny about Teen Wolf is, like, it's literally just... A regular 80s teen movie, except for one character happens to be a werewolf. Yes. The movie really has nothing, <laughs> nothing. to do with werewolves at all, except for the fact that he happens he to werewolf. turn into one at some point. And, and, like, that's not even, like, and that's more even of a side point because the only thing that's notable about his werewolfness is the fact that. He looks it, different. Yeah, and it makes him, like, more popular. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another hilarious thing about the Teen Wolf universe is you kind of <laughs> you kind of have to, like, you know, at least, like, most 80s teen movies try to take place in, like, a somewhat believable reality. Yeah. And this I think not. what we were saying before <laughs> is the people who made Teen Wolf have to have understood that what they're doing is a little bit cliche and ridiculous yeah. because everybody in the movie, if you have not seen it, he turns into a werewolf into in the middle of a basketball game. Yes. And he just keeps dribbling and playing yep. and then he, he slam dunks and they're like, Oh shit, this werewolf yeah. is like really good 
at basketball, mind the fact that he just turned into a werewolf right in front of our very yes. eyes. Like, let's just roll with it. Yeah. And then he gets to the hot girl, which also... That hot, the worst person she's ever. So she literally uh, just goes like whoever's like most important at the time. Yeah, and and she didn't even break up with her boyfriend. No, that's what's so funny is there's a scene where he goes bowling with the hot girl and her boyfriend is like a couple lanes over, yeah. and he and, and you know what's funny is he's just like why is he well, there? he's like the bad guy in the movie, right? But yeah. it's almost like I. I feel for him. I feel for him. Like, I really... He's, like... I I would say, like, told from another perspective, the bad guy would actually be the victim in this circumstance. And, and like, you know, everybody gives... I think his name was Mike or something. Everybody, like, gives him a hard time because he's not down with the werewolf. And I'm like, can you forgive the guy? You you know, like werewolf boy. Yeah. Like, but like literally ran from him. And what's so funny is she's like, and and he's like, he asked the hot girl to dance and she's like, no, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) They just had sex, right? It's alluded to that. They just had sex. Oh, I think what's so funny is, um, when he uh, alludes to him climaxing and he goes, Oh, like, oh that's like, like, it's like this cutaway shot to, like, some other person in a different neighborhood, right? Or, like, or, or some, no, so they have sex in the school, in, yeah. like, the theater prop room or yeah. backstage, whatever, and it cuts to, like, I think the vice principal getting into oh, his car in, yes. like, the parking lot, and then you just hear this, uh, like, you know, yes. him wooing. Is, is that how you would say it? A wooing? Howling? How? <laughs> Woo! You sounded Howling. like Hermione in in the Prisoner of Azkaban. How did I forget? How did I forget? Like howling is the proper word. A wooing, like okay. how we dumb am do. I? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going with a wooing just because that's what I've already I been sticking it. with. Um, <laughs> it's been a day. Actually, it really hasn't. I just like to say that to day. excuse me, uh, excuse myself. But anyways, um, yeah, that was really funny. The whole movie was just ridiculous, and literally nothing happens in the movie yes. except for he realizes that he doesn't have to turn into a werewolf <laughs> to be himself. Yeah. That he people can accept him just as a normal, regular boy and not as a special werewolf. But anyways, uh, Michael J. Fox is great. Um, I'm making fun of the movie, but only because I love it so much. Um, so my favorite part of this movie was Styles. I love Styles so much. Yes, he's the friend. Oh my god, he's so freaking funny. I love his t-shirts, and I have listed them all. Life (laughs) sucks when you die. Uh Uh-huh. Obnoxious. (laughs) Just obnoxious. (laughs) And what are you looking at, dick nose? (laughs) And then he has, like, other ones that's, like, Teen Wolf and stuff like that. But, like, those are my my highlighted favorite t-shirts that Styles has worn. I think he's changed t-shirts, like... Three times in one day, between school when he was riding on <laughs> on top of the car. It was a very t shirt heavy movie. Yes, um, I really loved how obnoxious he was. I would love to get that uh, Teen Wolf shirt that they print in Me the movie though. Too. I wrote that it's a down. Cute shirt. I wrote that down. They start in the like, movie. Lots they... of marketing for t shirts and merch thanks yeah. to Styles. Yeah, like it's a real thing. Um, but so much of the, yeah, I mean. God, that movie is just so freaking funny. Um, the mo- we're talking about styles. Yes. So on that note, when they're at you know the big high school party, right? That they get to. Yes. Styles is like this master of ceremonies of like yes. like you'd think it'd be like something like spin the bottle, right? But no. it's like they in the movie they create this 
strange, it was a strange game. game, but I think it was completely made up by Styles in the yeah. movie. Where like, and it's still, and people were down for it. Oh yeah, well he was like super popular. He was a super charismatic, running around doing these like kind of like scandalous, whatever fun yeah. games. And I, let me explain it because this isn't really making sense if you haven't seen the movie. So at one point it cuts to the scene where like all the teenagers in a circle and Harry is, or sorry, Harry, Harry's. <laughs> Harry Styles is in this movie. Where, wow, I can't, I don't even like One Direction. In his mother's womb. Yeah, um, so, like, there's these two people on the floor covered in whipped cream with their hands tied behind their backs, like, squirming on the ground. But it's like, it does, it never even explains why it is that they're on the ground covered in whipped cream, but everybody's, like, cheering. Um, what was more things, um... So it, the game would be like he'd call a guy and a girl and they'd yeah. make them like do something and and then he'd w- have the girl no the guy pick he'd have someone pick a name out of a hat and it and then the yeah. girl would list like whose name was on their note that they got he'd yeah have the girl it, it was, pick a guy's name out it of was a hat. some weird thing but like yeah. at one point he remember when he dumps like all the jello down her shirt and yes. then the guy starts like motorboating her it's to like so eat the jello wide. out of her shirt but it's like <laughs> it's so eighties so like, I mean like. I'm sorry, but, like, maybe, maybe, maybe that happened in a wild frat boy's wet dream once upon a time. Yeah. And it could have even happened in real life because I've seen some shit. But, like, like definitely not in high school. No. And then another thing I needed to say, that party was fucking ginormous i know like like this literally cr- is like, bigger than the school and dance. like teenagers it like like oh my god yes school dance. And, and it's like there's no way a party like that could have ever existed in any part of the suburbs so it got shut down the so fast been like, like there's teenagers all? all over the lawn yes but like it, it literally how looked many like cakes did they have like yeah 12? like tw- like so many it was like like no high school party i i mean like the I, you know, maybe one party in all of high school's history of, like, like, like I'm talking, like, 60 years of teenagers <laughs> partying from, like, 1950s yeah. to now. That or was 19- the one party. 60s, that was a yeah. There's one party, like that in all of history just one we yeah. don't we don't know who the legends were we don't know when it happened or where it's just a i firmly believe that there was one high school party out there that was that. that lit but that's it just that yes, one i can agree with that um and i was just like i wish my high school years were like this but instead i, I went to like two parties and i yeah. mostly just baked cupcakes with my like Aww, one friend fun. That's <laughs> and fun, like though. went to theater and yeah, I, like I was that, a, I a was good, a little a better, drama nerd. I was a choir nerd. Oh, so <laughs> we hate those choir nerds. I was friends with people in the drama club, though. Now you see more of like somebody program. who would be in the drama club, not the choir. I, I I'm surprised have, at well, you. I, actually, I took, this is new I information. I wanted to take photography, um, but I got put in choir instead because the photography <laughs> class was full. So choir was my wow. second choice. And Public I, education. I, have, I have stage fright, like for like acting, so I just didn't really want to. But do like, that. who was like, oh, not photography? Choir will do. Cause I sing. Oh. So I just, I was. Just I mean, like, yeah, I know you have a good singing <laughs> voice, but you're just not a choir kid. That's true. I, I really wasn't. We were singing like Gloria in Excelsis Day yeah. and like all that. I was thinking more show tunes. Yeah, or, or just like Edward Scissorhands the musical. Oh my God, is that a real musical? I don't think so. I would die for that. that but that's what I'm best. saying is, like, that's more your brand. But, oh, okay, so another notable moment of this movie um, is when they're surfing on top of the yes. van. 
Like, I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah, I mean they were it just such me fun. Of the perks of being a wolf. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I could see that, but like it was such fun sequences. But like in no way could you stand on top no. of a van going thirty five miles per time. hour. And, like, not die. And I like how at one point he starts, like, hitting the brakes. and yeah. like He and doesn't fall. Yeah, he doesn't. You're going 40 miles per hour down he the street. You're standing the on top of a van. Just standing, quote, surfing on top of a van. <laughs> and, and they played Surfing USA. That would be the song. So it's, like, montage sequence of them. they mention Redondo Beach in. I know. I just heard that um, when Spoiler I was alert. We are we recording. Are in Redondo Beach. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in this weird garage in Redondo Beach. It's a very eclectic garage. I do like it. I don't mean to insult it. Weird no, is I, not an insult I enjoy to it. me. Um, I think it's weird, too. <laughs> so, Speaking of weird, the SFX. Yeah, and so also another reason why this movie <laughs> is notable. So uh, it was, yeah, all, like, prosthetics. Yes, and you could see the scar wax I know. that was used on his face. It was not, it was not great, but, you but know it, what? Was it was the for 80s. the time. Yes. And it, it's just so funny because, like, he is, like, not at all a convincing-looking werewolf. No. But, like, it's, he like... He looks it's like, like, um, you know the Geico commercial with the caveman? Oh, my God, yes. He looks yes. like that. He yes. Does, he looks but, like, more not like as that good. than a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I was just, like... <laughs> Michael J. Fox yeah, or Geico guy. <laughs> Debatable. Um, also, another funny scene when um, he's transforming in the bathroom and his dad's like knocking the door. He's like, Trust me, son. Like, oh, come yeah. out. And he opens I the door. I thought it was going to be, I thought there was going to be a masturbation joke. Like, I thought it was going to be like he was touching himself in his dad. He like, was Trust making... me, son. I get it. <laughs> oh, God. Like, that's so weird. Like that. But also not unexpected for the 80s. But when he opened exactly. up the bathroom they door. They said fag in this movie, so <laughs> I can't expect any less. Yeah, well, we're, uh, because every year, you know, society yes. gets a little more woke. A little more educated. <laughs> Some t- sometimes too educated. But yes, continue with what you were saying about the dad. It was just really funny to, like, yeah. him open the door and all of a sudden, like, this, yeah, like, nerdy dad is like, hey, son, I'm he a werewolf so too. I know, he His was so adorable. Face. But it's so funny how, like, and this is another example of this movie being, like, not all about werewolves and just about, like, being a... 80s teenager is he's like he so michael j fox is all like upset at his dad because he realizes that his dad is werewolf and his dad has always known that he could possibly be a werewolf and he's just finding out in the process of him transforming yeah so he's all upset he goes i don't want to talk to you right now dad he like storms (laughs) his room and like slams the door shut and it it, it, it goes into his room i was like this is so funny like this is just a typical scene except for teen problems (laughs) he's a werewolf like like i mean it's just so funny um, um, I really liked that they could just randomly transform whenever they wanted. Right, and, and it <laughs> stopped even showing the transformations. Yeah, they it was were just, just like, like, he's fully a werewolf all the time now. <laughs> yeah. I would hate shooting in, like, all of the scenes. That would be the worst yeah. ever. I would not enjoy that. Um. You know what would be the worst? What? Um, oh, wait, you, have, you wouldn't know this because you haven't seen The Lord of the Rings. Oh, no. I... Okay, so I really want to watch. I read the books first, and I know you told no. me to watch the movies. Watch the movies. I'm confused. And I think, I think any Lord of the Rings fan would actually give you the same advice, which okay. is, and if you're a Lord of the Rings fan and you're not Mary, who has probably not seen Lord of the Rings, anyway, <laughs> let me know if you agree with Morgan. I think it's one of those rare exceptions where 
the movie is every bit as good as the books, and the books are... The, the books are heavy reading, to yeah. be honest. Um, They're quite small, the ones that I have, but compared to, like, Harry Potter or something like that, but... I think I could read through all the Harry Potter books hell of a lot faster than I could read really? through the... I could read Maybe it's Harry like, Potter... Maybe it's more dense reading. It's yeah. more for adults. I'm telling you, I could read Harry Potter start to finish, like, three times the amount of time it would take me to read Lord of the Rings. I mean, I can read a Harry Potter book in a day. So can I. Okay. I'm, so I'm a power like, reader, too. Yeah. I okay. mean, like, I when I don't even read that many books anymore, which is kind of sad. But Me when either. I used to read a lot of books, I mean, especially when I was in high school, I read a lot of books, which yeah. was, like, for, like, a decade ago, whatever. <laughs> but I would I would just tear through books in, like, a day, kind of like Same. you. Um, but Lord of the Rings is, is... And I read Lord of the Rings in high school. Um, and even that kind of took me a while for me. Okay. So... Maybe I'll watch the movies then. Yeah. Um, so, basically, to wrap up, since we're almost at the top of the hour, um, I, how do we feel about Teen Wolf? Did we, do we think it stands up to, like, the caliber of, of corny teen movies today? Or do you think, no, it kind of falls flat? It's a little bit not quite as good as some other 80s teen movies. Was but... it as good as you remembered? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I knew what I was in store for. I've seen the movie before. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I just rewatched it for this podcast. Right. But, um, I, like I said at the beginning, I think it's a required viewing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's that. the greatest movie ever. I watch it. Yeah. So, is it a Redbox movie? I, I would say Teen Wolf would be more of like a... Amazon Prime (laughs) or Torrent. I'm going to give this the Amazon Prime seal of approval. Okay. (laughs) Um, So it was rated on IMDb a six. I think I would rate it maybe, maybe like a six, like a 5.5 or six. Same as as Dark Shadows. They're pretty equivalent in my head in terms of in terms of um, caliber, quality and caliber, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe Dark Shadows, their CGI was actually that was something I I should have mentioned. I really enjoyed the CGI in Dark Shadows. I thought it was really well done. Um, but otherwise, yeah. In terms of the co- content of of the films, I think it's pretty much equivalent to each other in my mind. Sure, um, I give you that. So that's pretty much the end of our first official podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you guys so much for listening to It's Thrilling. And I it's hope <laughs> I hope you guys um, or Mary returns for our next one. <laughs> that's it. That's our podcast. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye.